I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. Josh, we're going to talk about two great American brands. Hardee's and Carl's Jr.? No. But, like, basically that level. We are going to talk about Sears and Macy's. Both announced that they would be downsizing. But... Um, they're closing stores for different reasons. Sears is closing stores f- for the same reason that your old pet dog hides under the porch before it's about to die. Macy's is uh, doing a little pruning. The announcements, both of them came sort of after the Christmas holiday shopping season in early January. Macy's is going to close 100 stores. Some of those closings had already been announced, but that's a total number. Sears is going to close 150 stores. So... I don't think I have shopped in a Sears store in over 10 years. I don't think you know. And you were... when, I, when I go to Macy's at Herald Square, it makes me want to stick my finger all the way through my eyeball and swirl it around in my brain. That's understandable. That's understandable. You were wearing a cashmere blazer today, so no, Macy's in Herald Square is not for you. Not I, for you. I love my cashmere blazer. I know. You were, you were talking about it and in front of people. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're actually talking about these two because both brands are having a very difficult time right now. They're both iconic, and one looks like it's completely swirling down the drain, and the other one might be able to save itself. Macy's, it seems like, is a classic, obviously. They've got a parade, but they, like a lot of other retailers, have been suffering from the fact that they are simply not on the internet. Like, nobody needs to go to a store anymore. Macy's is on the internet. They have they have e-commerce. And if you register for your wedding there, then your wedding guests will be shopping at the Macy's website and sending you stuff. Sure, sure. But it's but definitely, you know, Amazon has that as their core competency and Macy's does not. As you're evolving to make online more of a core of your business, it means shutting down in the case of Macy's, hundreds of stores. So Sears is kind of a weird Wall Street deal in two ways. First of all, Sears is Sears and Kmart. Right. You probably don't think of it that way. I mean, you, Lynette, think of it that way. But I you, do, listener. Yes. yes. D- you should think of it that way. And you should think of both companies being helmed by what might be the most disastrous hedge fund brainchild of this decade in terms of retail. Um, and that was the brainchild of this guy, Eddie Lampert. At 26, he graduated from the University of Goldman Sachs and started his own hedge fund. Everybody thought he was a freaking genius. And it was his idea to buy Kmart, buy Sears, combine them, and as he calls it, start a massive startup, a tech company. Whenever a billionaire hedge fund manager says that his company that's not a tech company is a tech company, fucking run. The most amazing thing to me, and and Business Insider ran a a blockbuster piece on this and the weirdness of Eddie Lampert and the way he's running Sears. Shout out to Haley Peterson. Great piece. Is that Sears is based in the Chicago area and Eddie Lampert lives in Florida and he only goes to Sears headquarters a couple of days a year and otherwise he runs the whole company by teleconference. They have like a screen where they project Eddie Lampert and Eddie Lampert screams at people but he does it from Florida while barely setting foot in Illinois. This has to be the creepiest shit like you're in a board meeting and your ceo screams at you from a screen and you're not allowed to call customers consumers you have to call them members because they're now a part of a club and that club is a club that collects their data and sells them to other companies nobody wants to think of themselves as a member of sears no not no i'd rather are you kidding the creepy thing about it too lampert 
created this whole social media part of the Sears site where people could comment on different products and converse and share, etc. But it seems like he might be the only person commenting. Um, he has his own name under it. It's Eli Wexler, and he comments on products like boxing gloves and is like, I hit really hard. Like, what should I do about these gloves? Like... <laughs> It's, it seems really bad. The program's called Shop Your Way, and uh, they've been really pushing this, that when you shop at Sears or at Kmart, that you should join this program, and then they get all this information about you, and you get points. It's like a loyalty program. And then the idea is that Sears, the technology company, will be able to make money by, by selling the data that it gets about customers. Now, in practice, it's been really slowing down the checkout lines in stores and driving customers crazy as people have to sign up for and manage this program. And it strikes me as another example. It's similar to what happened with JCPenney. When JCPenney brought in Ron Johnson, who used to run the Apple store to run the company, and Ron Johnson lived in California, and JCPenney was in Texas, and he would commute in by private jet to run the company with a bunch of ideas that were very off the core business of JCPenney. And it was this warning sign that if your CEO is not willing to live in the middle American place where your middle market department store chain is based, your CEO probably does not have his finger on the pulse of the desires of the customers who shop there. You know, Eddie Lampert is contending that, you know, Sears is a tech company and not a retail company. But th there might be a third thing that's a more accurate description of what Sears is, which is to say that it's a real estate company. Oh, yes. That, very true. That yes. the, the point of the acquisition was that Sears and Kmart either owned a lot of their stores or they had very long leases on favorable terms on their stores and that, you know, maybe nobody was going to want to shop in a Kmart ever again, but if you acquired the valuable real estate and sold it off, you could make some money. You could also save some money by moving the real estate into what's called a real estate investment trust. These have more favorable tax treatment than regular companies, and in fact, Sears has done exactly that. They've sold a bunch of their stores to a real estate investment trust, and then Lampert's Fund owns interests in both Sears and the REIT that owns a lot of former Sears and Kmart stores. And it looks like he bought this uh, retail company, not to grow it as a retail company, but as a mechanism for financial engineering, which is what he's actually good at. Arguably 10 years ago when, when Lampert bought up Sears and Kmart, the writing was on the wall. These businesses were not going to be around 25 years later, and it was about managing the decline in a way that extracts as much value as possible before people finally decide, why the hell do I ever need to shop at Sears? Macy's, which is going through a difficult time and which in, has announced that they're going to be closing 100 stores in early 2017. That's about a seventh of all the stores that they have. I think Macy's is going to get through this. Macy's is is, you know, maybe not going to be as profitable as it was in the past, but it seems like they will adjust their business and, and find a way to continue to be a prominent, major, profitable brand in the long run. Understanding its product mix, understanding how to anchor the different malls around the country, and being nimble in that way has been a huge boon to Macy's. And part of that, yes, has been closing stores. But the reality is um, people just aren't really going to the mall as much as they used to. Well, the other thing is Macy's bought up over time basically all of its competitors in the mid-range a mid to upper range department store space. You used to have all these regional brands, Filene, Strawbridges. The Bonton. Well, the Bonton still exists. Oh my God, that's still out here? But like, you know, Marshall Fields, brands that were iconic in their markets. People got really mad when they turned the Marshall Fields in downtown Chicago into a Macy's store. But Macy's did this all over the country and basically they're the sole survivor remaining and even though people are doing less brick and mortar shopping than they used to people still want to try on clothes in person there are still going to be department stores 50 years from now and Macy's basically realized that it was eat or be eaten and they ate and ate and ate and they're going to be the mid-range department store going forward
So like Macy's is like the Madonna of retail department stores or like the Madge. And no matter what happens, did you see that she threatened never to stop recording music ever again? (laughs) Macy's will never stop selling you clothes. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton. And the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. Thank you.